0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ben Lomas, and of course, it is Fitbit. With me always is my dear, 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 dear friend, Dor Jesse.
1: Hello, mate. That was a strange way to get into the podcast. Are you mixing it up Uh, after three years of mixing uh, it up?
0: And also, I was just thinking, you know, people listen to this, you know, different times. Sometimes it's yeah. in the morning, yeah. sometimes it's in the afternoon. Sometimes maybe they've got their own sauna and they're sitting listening to it in the evening in their sauna. You never know. Oh,
1: you are now so <laughs> wanky now. You are like looking down upon anyone who doesn't have a sauna, basically.
0: I'll, I'll tell you what, this is the topic of discussion. I reckon I'm showing more people... Uh, pictures of my sauna than I have
1: of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're more proud of your sauna.
0: Yeah. Like like, 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 the example is like, so yesterday I attended a wake, um, which I don't know. Have you, have you attended a wake before? Uh, it just usually goes through my agents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, that's actually a good question. Do we have any friends who've actually done a gig at a wake?
1: No, well, you don't. Well, you like, can't like, charge. I know there are. Scenes, oh yeah, you couldn't. Like, cha- yeah, so yeah. one of my cousins uh, died, and at uh, his funeral or the wake or the thing before, the, there has a singer. One of his favorite singers showed up and sang at the uh, funeral, and we were all crying, obviously. Okay, but I'm sure that guy must have gotten paid for it, right?
0: I, I reckon it's a tough. Again, that's well, that's, that's where gets, your manager comes in. <laughs> well, florists get paid.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've been at some of your gigs where it felt like death. <laughs> and someone died. Is it, well, n- like people's sense of humor died. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, no, I, I killed so hard someone died. I just, I, and, and then I kept doing the gig. With we them. have a comedian friend of ours who has not been on the pod, uh, <laughs> uh, unlikely to be on the pod. <laughs> but uh, he, he he killed someone in a set. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, he did too. Yeah, yeah. He, How they, did the story go again? Well... I think they just started laughing, got a uh, laughing fit, had a heart attack, died. Died. I mean, what a way to go. I mean, if you were to go one way, which which mm, would it be? Not, that, not with that comic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people were getting really frustrated <laughs> about uh, <laughs> last week when we were hinting at the sociopathic comic or whatever. Yeah. It, don't be like, we didn't put it on the podcast. There's a reason yeah. why. Yeah, totally. It. It. So don't assume that we're going to message DM and then be like, yeah. oh, yeah. But there there a lot of people asked. Yeah, people are asking, but yeah, here's the truth. Uh, he may have there. changed. Huh? He may have changed. We don't know, but also the, the clues are in the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like, they're all there. Uh, but you're pro- unlikely to know. Put it that way. No, so yeah, no, no. It's, no, no, not, no. A yeah, it's me, not a known name for me. It's not a known But anyway, the point is, uh, if we are coy about something on the pod... That's uh, for a reason, it's very, yeah. It's very strange to think that you can DM and then find out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so if, if you if you had to go, it, it, you know, a choice. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: for me, it's on the beach. I'd love beach. to be sitting on the beach uh, with my feet maybe in the sand, but a little bit of the water hitting me, and I'm yep. looking at a sunset, and okay. I'm just having the wind in my face. Uh, Seagulls, all that sort of noise, just that like calm oceans, and then just close my eyes and I'm gone. I'm assuming there are no friends and family. Obviously, friends and family are the yeah. best way to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. If you, were, you, because were, I remember there was like you know that stereotype like people go, oh, what, what, what would you, you'd like to. Do you'd like to die doing something you loved like you know like you you were doing the thing you loved and then you died right mm. a lot of people go I'd love to die while I'm having sex but when what? yeah but then if you think about it, it's like no, how horrible is it for the other person yeah exactly yeah, like like you know and that's probably your loved one but i agree if you were surrounded by I family i said probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah could be yeah it could be but but i always think i always think that the the um, the death of my grandfather i i was in the, i was in the country and he's slowly Way and then I went away, and then when I came back, he suddenly just passed away. Now I felt like I already said my goodbyes, but then it was like you know it's that sort of he was uh, he was surrounded by uh, uh, like my uncle pretty much, and uh, but it's that same thing. where it was like, you know that sort of thing where he's like he was really scared to die, and then he said, hey, it's okay, you can let go, and then after he said that, he just passed away. Like it's just that that wow. that um, like you know that ability to just to just let go, and so at the wake yesterday, which was one of my best friend's dad, they had. All these speeches, and it was a huge turnout. Like it was a huge turnout. Uh, Who books it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, but this is interesting because uh, while they were doing speeches, um, they uh, like it was it was like the MC. At one stage, um, uh, you know, like, you know, kept telling the same story. Like, he was just a bit nervous and stuff. And then, and then, and then, like, the guest speakers come. But what was really interesting was Did
1: you do a warm up before him? Yeah,
0: I was just like, okay,
1: everyone, give me a woo. (laughs) Give me a (laughs) ah.
0: But it was, it was, it was, what was really interesting was because he was, you know, part of my childhood, I caught up with all these friends I haven't seen in 15 or 20 years. So, who were in the neighbourhood who've just moved on, but kept in contact with the family? Like, it's one of my best friends, so I
1: see him all the time. But it was he moved on. In this context, feels like they died and went to heaven as well. They've moved on, <laughs> I and mean, all these ghosts have arrived.
0: But you love this. So we were talking about this uh, in our Patreon episode, and then it just came to fruition. Who comes walking up? I'm standing next to my friend. Friend. No, my first boss. The paper guy. Paper guy. And this is what he said. He goes, oh, look at you two. Points to my friend. and goes, best paper boy ever. Points to me, worst paper boy ever. Wow. (laughs) Wow. There, you there, you there you go, The you The was, worst And then I was like, "Why, you guys, mate, how many times did I fix that bike? I
1: don't even know, I just kept uh, fixing <laughs> it <laughs> I didn't really say that, that's yeah. amazing and I Did you like, tell him that we talked about him? Yeah, yesterday? yeah,
0: yeah, I, I, I talked about him and then, um, yeah. um,
1: I was thinking about just then your, your story reminded me So my bro- mum has two brothers yeah. um, Both older than her, but uh, one's uh, like one bit more older So there's Abdul and Mohammed, right? Older yeah. one, younger one and uh, both of them uh, pretty big drinkers. Uh, but Abdul uh, Mohammed quit at one point, yeah, and went so, uh, cold turkey sober. Um, Abdul kept drinking, yeah, uh, and then eventually uh, I was. This was in 2008. Uh, I got word that he had got cirrhosis of the liver, and he's on his way out. Yeah, um, so or rather, you know, each week there was a new update about how much he's worsening and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yep, yep. and I think it dragged on for a couple of months or so. And then um, one Sunday morning or rather Sunday night, Monday morning, I get a call. So like right, 4 a.m. on a Monday. Uh, I get a call from mom crying. And, uh, and I figured, oh, okay, yeah, Abdul's probably passed away. Um, and she's like in her uh, delirium. She was so like upset. She's crying, you know, and she, she's so upset. She got the brother's names confused. She was like, Mohammed passed away. And I was like, oh, man, you, uh, I was like, you, you, you mean Abdul? She's like, no, no, no. Mohammed had a heart attack out of nowhere. And he died. and I was like, "What? Like we've been all prepping for a meal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for so long. And these, by the way, these two guys lived <clears throat> in the same house as I did. So they yeah. were kind of like, and dad worked overseas, so these were like, this is like my father figures. Yeah. You know what I mean? And were they that, married? Uh, one of them was okay. one was uh, divorced. Uh, Mohammed was divorced. And so you know, it was devastating, but also I was just numb. I was just so numb by that because I was just like what the f-? like I don't know how to process this because I was you know preparing for the other one Yeah, and, and yeah, I just yeah, yeah. like I tried to watch um, at the time I mean still one of my favorite films but I just come out was Little Miss Sunshine I just wanted to watch something to distract yep. my brain at 4am great movie great movie but then I was watching it and spoiler alert there's a scene where one of the guys die from a heart attack I'm like oh come uh, on <laughs> <laughs> how did I forget one of the main scenes and um, so I was pretty devastated still went to work I remember I was working as an accountant then I went and told my boss. My boss was like, hey, do you want to go home? I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. Not, not fine. I'm like, I'll be all right kind of thing, you know, because I was just kind of flat. Like I just yeah. didn't know how to deal with it because I'd been preparing for Abdul for so long. So And you are in Australia. So, again, it's sort yeah. of that, that distance. Well, yeah, but not just even the Did you distance, go to the funeral? No. How? Like, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean? So it's in Sri Lanka. And here's the interesting thing. So because they're Muslim, they don't embalm bodies.
0: They so so what, does they that have mean? To, what does that mean?
1: Where you can, they have to bury within twenty four hours. Uh, they don't yep. put any artificial things to keep the, you know, yep. to preserve the body or yep. whatever. Um, uh, the, so the, it just, you know, you you have to bury within twenty four hours. You know, it's a
0: tight uh, turnaround.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's that's like just, Muslim yep, tradition. Yep. So there's even if I flew, there was no way to get there in time. Yep. Right. So, uh, right about like five, five 30 after work is when the funeral would have been happening. So then I started feeling quite, you know, I'm like, oh, this is probably when the funeral's happening and I'm feeling quite low. And my brother who was living in Europe at the time, gave me a call around the same time, I guess, to check in on me as well to see, cause you know, we're both sort of yeah. struggling with this idea of, oh fuck, we're not there with mom. Uh, dad was there. Uh, and, um, my brother's like, Hey, how are you? I'm like, good. Yeah. I just finished work. And you know, he's, um, he's like, well, look, um, no other way to say this, but when they were taking Muhammad's body out, uh, the corpse, the coffin out, uh, Abdul died. <sighs> and within 24 hours, both brothers passed away from separate incidents, like non related incidents. It's amazing. I mean, the heartache for my grandma burying her only two boys. Yeah, and, and, also, yeah, and, and yeah. Yeah. it was the outliving, not one. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And how fucked is this? I remember. In that moment, so Abdul died from alcohol, right? Yeah. But in that moment, the only thing that I sought comfort in was a bottle of scotch. Yeah. And it yeah. was the first time I drank an entire bottle by myself. Jesus. Because I didn't know how. Why I? I was just like I, I. just didn't know. What you didn't have a process it. Well, yeah, so much. Well, yeah, exactly. I was alone, away from family. Um. Uh. I just. I remember. Was there guilt
0: that you were away from family, or?
1: No, not at that age. I don't think there's any guilt in that sense. Like, you know, I would have been uh, 20, I don't know, 23 or something. Like, you don't feel responsible. was that the first
0: real death in the family? Uh, You know what I mean? Like, where you, like, had to grieve and...
1: No, we've had some, like, yeah, uh, like I said, my cousin who passed away when I was 13, that was a... That was probably my earliest memory of it, I guess. And then we had um, one of my close family friends, dad or boss. you know. So we've had some death. In the f- in, in, like I've dealt with death. But that was a crazy one to me for A, to think that, A, that alcohol is what killed him. And yet that didn't stop me from getting absolutely blotto uh, because I just – that was my coping mechanism. Like the irony yeah, that, oh, you'd hear, that you'd hear someone died from alcohol and you go, all right, I'll just do oh, that a bunch again.
0: Of a, do you know what it was? Johnny
1: Walker. Uh, I was Johnny Walker bread. I couldn't afford much back then. <laughs> I was not on. I was not on Cram Cash back then. <laughs> but, uh, well, it, but yeah, it is. Uh, it was trigger. one of the saddest. Like it's. It couldn't. I can't quite explain how difficult that was because again, it's like imagine like literally your sibling has been taken, like your, the corpse has been taken out, and then you find out the other sibling has died, just like literally upstairs, yeah. like
0: because we had a we had a similar one where my grandfather passed away mm-hmm. and we were all there for our grandmother and then the and then the day before the funeral uh, we found out our uncle had passed away. Now, it wasn't uh, my grandmother's son. It was son-in-law. So, And so that he had two small kids. So uh, Dion was two and Christopher was, I think, six. And we were at the funeral of my grandfather, and it was really sad. I wasn't ever really close to my grandfather on my father's side. And so we were all there, and uh, you know, it was sad, it was sombre, but no one was crying. But it wasn't until my auntie came in with the two kids, and we hadn't seen them since those two kids lost their dad, that we then all started crying. The 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 emotion of dealing with the grief actually was actually triggered by the kids because they've lost their dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when my auntie walked in and so then it was this weird thing, it was like, Oh, we're grieving for my grandfather, but then also at the same time grieving for my uncle, but more grieving for the kids who at such a young age have lost their dad.
1: Yeah. It's and- a really weird one. I think generally sometimes with death the sadness is more about the people that you um that are left behind. Yeah. Because it's almost like Depending on what your faith is and stuff, generally you assume that you you go to a sense of they're in a better place, kind of thing, right? Like you just go, okay, yeah. well they're not suffering anymore, they're not, uh, you know, what, whatever the. You, you, more often than not, especially with older people, well, you know, it, you go, okay, they're not in pain anymore, but but the people left behind, it's still tragic. But so what we, a cheery Fitbit episode. <laughs> no,
0: it's genuinely fascinating because probably something we haven't really talked about is uh, is death. I mean. If, if we think about it, like especially for me, but also the drive, is we want to get healthier, we want to get fitter, we want to lead a better life. But that's also, you know, some be like for me in particular. It's like, well, I actually want to stay around as long as I can for my kids, mm. right? Because then they can have make the most
1: of that. And you know, I want to. You want to? Let me confirm. You want to stay around <laughs> for your kids? I want to be Father Christmas every year. <laughs> um, no, but it's Father that's, Christmas ham. <laughs> I haven't done a fat joke against you in a long yeah, time. I know, I know. Because it felt like back then when we were both fat, it was easy, I know. it was fine to do. Now but it's But now it just, like, just feels wrong. So, no. sorry. No, I, I, no, I, no, I, I love I, it. I've held back a lot.
0: <laughs> 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 the, um, but, so, it's that thing I think it was like, I want to be around when... You know, Minky goes to high school. I want to be around yeah. when Minky gets her license. I want to, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like I was even working it out. Like, you know, what's, you know, how old is Minky going to be? You know, will I be around when she's a grandfather? Because, you know, a so lot of us. She's a grandfather. No, <laughs> you, did she transition? <laughs> no. Fair enough. No, but when, like, you know, when I, when, when she has kids, I just want to be, you know, around. like you think about, you think way ahead, but it's that whole thing about staying healthy. But it, I was thinking about this uh, while thinking, sitting in the sauna is, um, mm. is, is, I don't really have any idea or any concept or any belief of what happens after death.
1: Well, none of us have it. Well, we a lot just of us have
0: theories. We have, th- yeah, theories. And that no one knows. Do you have a theory that you believe in?
1: Well, my, th- well, it's a lack of belief, I guess. Yeah. It's like, I just think it's nothing.
0: So you just think it's nothing? So you just you dissolve into the earth and that's it?
1: Well, yeah, you just, whatever shape of consciousness that this is. It doesn't exist anymore. It might the energy might go into something else, but yeah. in terms of consciousness, I don't think that this there is anything after this for me to recognize. Like you know what I mean? It's almost like, uh, how do I put it? it? It might be like a different perspective or whatever. Yeah. But I wouldn't know. Like you know, what yeah. mean? the same way you don't know what happened to you before you were born. Yeah. Right? It's just the same thing. Well, I was in my dad's ball, so... But you remember that? <laughs> yeah, it was crowded. More crowd. What, what were your siblings like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so here's the... the, the, the my struggle with uh, atheism is that I, I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> Like, I wish I had a belief. Yeah, But well, it's more like I can't convince myself something that I don't actually buy into... As in, if I don't buy into it, I can't accept it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, for example, my, you know, my mom who's Muslim believes there's a heaven. Yep. And there's so much comfort in that idea of reuniting with your loved ones afterwards. My dad believes in, um, he's a Buddhist, so he believes in karma. So he believes that, you know, all your good and bad sins uh, and and good deeds will be rewarded or punished in the next life and then to come and so on. And And does that include
0: reincarnation? That's what it is. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: so you don't go to heaven, you go into a new life form, uh, a new animal, new human, whatever.
0: Yeah because that's what I always find fascinating. So I have a friend who who is uh who didn't believe anything and then believes in I guess in that trait where it will be reincarnation into into something else. Mm. And I find that so fascinating because that actually now before that he was just like well, what do we do? I'm really nervous like I don't want to go up there and the, and I didn't believe in that belief system and then so I don't know what's going on. But now he seeks comfort in the fact that I was like yeah great I'm going to turn into a tiger or whatever the fuck but it's just so funny that he now finds that more calming than when he didn't believe in stuff.
1: Oh no, totally! Like that. But then here's the thing: there's over like a, you know, like thousand religions, right? And most of them are something like that, or thousand gods or something like that. And most of them believe that that is the only god that exists. So in you know, just by logic, nine hundred and ninety nine are wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like if that, yeah. if one of that, if one of that is true, that means there's nine hundred and ninety nine that are wrong. Yeah. So what are the chances that you pick the right one? It's yeah. thousand. Yeah. It just, I'm just using like random figures, but you see the concept conceptually. Absolutely. Like there's means, like, they all can't exist at the, in the same same conversation. Yeah. So that means at least nine hundred of you are wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. so that that yeah. for me, and again, look, I have. Seeing my mum having such a strong faith, but not letting it interfere with the freedoms of other people has given me a false sense of acceptance or rather uh, uh, a sort of a... a Puppy dogs and rainbow outlook on religion, where I'm like, oh, look, she she believes what she wanted, and she didn't care, like she didn't push it onto me and yeah, my brother and that's stuff. A big one. She wanted us to have some faith because she believes that a faith is important. Yeah. Um, but over time, as adults, when we sort of explained that, no, we you know we, there are laws, and you know you've taught us how to be moral citizens, and yeah. you know we get our ethics from. Good parenting. Yeah. that we don't need a you know a reward, party. a reward and punishment in the next life or whatever in in what's to come in yeah. the after party. As it's I hard it. enough to do this life, let alone think about the next one. Oh, totally. But but <laughs> I here's again, I can't reiterate, I can't say this enough, which is that I hate. Not believing something, I like as in like I. Yeah. I, it'd be so much nicer to know that we can all hang out in you know forever yeah. and ever. Yeah. Much. at the, the that. pearly
0: Gates going. Are you doing support or headlining? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Well>, we not. <know. laughs> <laughs> god's my opening act <laughs> no um no i um i i don't i i i, I think that you can have those faiths to guide you into a better person sure like for example um you know if you do if if the promise of a you know an afterlife or heaven makes you do good deeds then what's the problem like i don't see there's an issue with someone having a belief that if i do good things here i'm going to go to heaven Yeah, right? i'm for it but if you're like well you're not barricading for my team uh because i really believe that this is the only team that exists and therefore you're if you don't believe in that you're a lesser being than me and yeah. therefore i get to you know cause harm to you then i'm like go fuck yourself yeah yeah right or you know that 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 sort of um, inconsistency with saying that all Lives are valuable and then saying But not these ones because they don't believe in me
0: Exactly and so as a kid then As you growing up did you ever have a belief system Did you ever believe it? Yeah
1: we had some Like basically we went to Buddhist class uh, yeah. And and the thing about Buddhism That I found fascinating was like 90% Of it I could understand conceptually Because yeah. it, it's not a faith based religion just, oh, You know it's a philosophy Rather than uh, if I could summarise Buddhism As an Aussie it would be here you go. This is what we reckon. Uh, have a crack. See if it's for you. If it's not, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Buddhism is, right? So it was always like... And it encourages questioning constantly, never accepting anything just because it's like you. someone told you to do it. You have to do your own thinking and your own critical analysis. So... That aspect of Buddhism I really liked. Like it, was Same. Always, it was always up to, uh, you know, criticism. It was like opened up to dialogue and things like that. You never just did something for the sake of doing it. The one thing I couldn't get on board with was the reincarnation idea, the rebirth idea. Yeah. But at the time, I remember just going, well, look, if 90% of it's, you know, something I can get conceptually. Then maybe that bit or that 5% or 10% might be just something I don't understand. So I'll I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, things like, you know, a karmic account and, you know, like someone saying, um, one of the things I loved about Buddhism is that the punishment for a bad deed isn't just in the next life. It's like you live with the knowledge that you did that, and that's a suffering in itself. And then you get punished in the next life as well. So it's like it's whereas saying the – in certain other beliefs, it's like, oh, you get punished in – once yeah, you die, yeah, I'll deal yeah. with that then. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're like, no, no. I'll, I'll say something like alcohol, right? Buddhism says, don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Uh, but they tell you why? They're like, oh, because it you know impairs your judgment and it can cause you know physical harm or whatever. And it's not just alcohol; it's like any intoxication. It's, so it's very yeah. it covers a nice ground. Whereas I remember some Muslim mates of mine, because in the Quran it says you can't drink. Uh, and uh, but they would smoke weed <laughs> 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 because it's like, oh, well, the, the Herb from the earth, <laughs> oh, well, the Quran didn't say anything about drinking, uh, but, but weed. So I found that, like, that l- those um loopholes find fascinating, whereas with Buddhism, like, hey. We we reckon you shouldn't drink because it will cause you to, you know, make bad judgment. But if you want to drink, go for it. But we, we Just but, be aware that you're going to get fucked up.
0: But I, that's what I find really interesting because my religious teachings were relatively short. But when you are conceptually in the idea of what Buddha, Buddhism is and you understood it, how old were you? Uh, from earliest days. I mean, I, from... Like, because the whole idea of being able to conceptualize as an eight year old is quite hard. Like, I
1: would have been like two or three once from the time I was taught Buddhist.
0: Because I, I, because my mum believes uh, that there is a God. And I remember when, and I I think I was maybe like five or six, and we'd only been in Australia for like three or four years. And mum's like, oh, let's go to Sunday school. And I was like, okay. And, you know, mum is explaining that there's a God. And uh, I remember going to Sunday school and I remember sitting there and I was like feeling a bit uncomfortable because like a lot of older. Kids there, and they were doing their teaching. I said, You know, God's everywhere. Um, uh, you know, he, he can be anyone. Uh, you know, and I remember I was like, Oh, can be anyone? And they were like, uh, But now the exercise is draw God. So I was really into cowboys, so I drew God as a cowboy, yeah, just coming in. And then nice. the teacher goes, Well, of course, he's not a cowboy. Why not? Yeah, and but that's the thing. I said, Oh, but that's what you said. said no, no, it's not. No, you need to draw a proper God, like he's got like, and I was like, Oh, you're just going against, and I, I got visibly upset, mm. and I was like, I just left, and then. Mum was, uh, you know, in the church actually going through, it. and I went. I was like, Mum, this is what happened. She's like, That's not fair. And then we just left. Yeah. And then my, I remember this so vividly. Mum's like, You don't have to believe in this. Uh, you know, some people believe it, some people. Oh wow. Are not. And I remember I was like, I, I just don't know. And she's like, That's okay. And then so then there was a period where after a while I made the decision to come about grade three that I was like, I don't believe there is anything there. And Mum's like, That's totally fine. And then so therefore I remember when we had a religious class. And mum's like, "Do you want to go to religious class, or do you want to go to the library and read Asterix and obliques?" I was like, "I'll take the latter."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you now worship at the god of obliques, at, at, yeah, yeah. at the
0: altar of obliques, the altar of the manure. <laughs>
1: oh wow! So, so, but
0: I just remember, like, I was like so fascinated um, of how I don't know how mum gave me the option to understand and conceptualise and make a decision myself, rather than forcing it upon me which is something I want to do with my kids. I want my kids to, to have the option. It's yeah. just so many times you hear uh, horror stories like, you know, like, you know, you, know, you think about the future, about how, you know, you have friends who just get sucked into a religion out of nowhere and then you just lose them. Uh-huh, like,
1: uh-huh. Yeah, I, I remember getting like when you talk about force, like it's really funny with mum, like she she would drive us to Buddhist Sunday school and as much as we were kicking and screaming my like, saying we don't want to go. But for her, like even though it was not her faith that she – believed in, she was like, no, no, it's important to have a faith and you kids have, uh, a, you know, Singhali's last name. So it makes sense to be Buddhist. So I'm going to make you have a religion. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's like, not even hers. It's not even hers. It's like, it's like being an Essendon supporter and taking kids to Collingwood uh, uh, training days. It's like, what are you doing? We don't care. I don't want I want a powerful hot <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to see how good this team's training. Like... Yeah, exactly. So we, my brother and I had a lot of difficulty with religion in general, especially growing up in a house of um, 14 people, and he and I were the only non-Muslims. Yeah, it's so, crazy. And then we'd go to a Catholic school with, like, thousands of students who are all Catholic, except, you know, like a handful who are non-Catholic. So I was always a minority, in, no matter whether I was in school or at home or in Australia. I always yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. I wasn't the majority, you know? Even though Sinhalese, as my, say, half of my race is, uh, half of my genetics is Sinhalese, that's like the majority in Sri Lanka. Yeah. I still, at home and at school, felt like I was the minority. You know? See
0: that's so it's so fascinating that if you are in an institution, so the example is like my last three years of schooling was at a private school, so they had chapel and and you'd sit there and you listen to the to the priest and all that kind of stuff. Doug Chapel. The, the, it was Doug Chapel doing a tight five. Anyone from the western suburbs? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it was just that thing. I was like, oh, this is what this school does. Like, it's not for me. Right. Uh, but it was just so weird to sing a hymn yeah. where
1: you're like, this means this means nothing to me. Like, it's a good tune, though. Some of those hymns are really good. The, yeah. Like, like, I'll, I'll, be, I'll give credit where credit's due. There's some good songs. This, uh, which, which is your favourite? <laughs> uh, well, I like the one that comes in, the Ron Atkinson Live and Mr. Bean. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. 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 <laughs> um, but I think, circling back to the idea of death and all that, for me, the way I have dealt with at least used where I sit with the idea that there's nothingness coming afterwards um, to try and make the most of it now. So it's like I, I can't remember where I saw this, read this, whatever, but the idea that if you think of life as a party and you're having a great time with all your mates and whatever, family or whatever, and someone out of nowhere will tap you on the shoulder.
0: Like the Grim Reaper. Huh?
1: Yep. We'll tap you on the... A bouncer. We'll tap you on the shoulder <laughs> and They're tell you, you got to go now. Yeah. And you're like, but I'm not finished. No, no it's too late. It doesn't matter. you got to go. And they kick you out. Not only do they kick you out, you can never go back in and your friends keep partying without you. Yeah. Like that, in its essence, is a very depressing thought, right? The idea that you have been kicked out of the party and you can never go back in and your friends will keep on partying without you. Now... That is, as sad as it is, what it made me do is make me go, well, if I know my time at this party is limited, I want to make sure that I right. make the most of the yeah. party and hang out with the people that I actually want to hang out with. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not going to – I'll suffer dickheads less. Like if you know there's an expiration on when you get kicked out of this party at some point, yeah. Right. why am I going to waste time hanging out with the fuckhead who's making me – bringing me down, Right. I'm going to go seek out my family. Dad's probably singing karaoke. I'll go sing some karaoke with him. Mum's, you know, probably having a good giggle about something else. I'll go chat to her. Like, I want to spend more time at this party with the people that I actually love because at some point they're going to get kicked out. I'm going to get kicked out so that when I do get kicked out, and I know my friends keep partying on, I'd like for them to go, oh, fuck, it was nice when he was here, wasn't it? I yeah. miss the guy. As opposed to going, thank fuck, he's gone.
0: Well, it's so funny you say that. So that, so yesterday, in one of the speeches, it's kind of the exact same analogy. Just before he died, he deleted everyone in his telephone that he didn't want at his funeral and just said, these are the people I want to be there. The <laughs> <laughs> and then it was a great because in the speech, uh, one of my mate's brothers just did that thing. He was like, and of course, if you were here that you didn't get the text message, well, you're a bit of an imposter. Wow, that's hilarious. Which yeah. is genuinely quite funny because because I was trying to think. Then the first time I and 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 I don't know if you've seen the ad, but where death it genuinely scared me that when H- a the yeah so the yeah exactly great so the grim reaper ad for people who don't know was the most confronting ad that was just like you know it was the grim reaper bowling down the alley and then kids and adults were fall and i remember seeing that and watching it and genuinely being scared that there was a grim reaper that one day he'll come along and bowl something down the street like it was genuinely scary but then the point is like that doesn't really exist. Like, do you know what
1: I mean? Like, but do you know? Yeah 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 This yeah. is my thing. I don't mind people having faith and beliefs or whatever, but it's that conviction that I get really frustrated with. Like, I have relos who like finish calls saying, "Oh, I'm really, I'm so happy to speak to you," and also I've been praying that you convert to my religion. <laughs> like, fucking, <I can>, <laughs> yeah. like. And again, you get annoyed at first, but then that's a, then at the core of it. Sometimes I'm like, well, if you genuinely believe that this loved one of yours is going to go to hell because they don't believe in the same faith, you would try to protect them and try to get them like, hey, don't go to hell. Like, please yeah. come with us, right? And I, and I have some sympathy for it, but it's the arrogance of that conviction. That, that you're really, wrong. That, yeah, that I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, say I was, like, it didn't matter if I was an atheist. Like, like say it's an atheist, you're like, oh, you want some belief. That's, some, that's a different thing. But like, if we, even when I was a Buddhist, they're saying, oh, see, what you're, what you're studying, it's not real. <laughs> Our one's real. Come to ours is wrong. Put your
0: make believe book.
1: It's like you've got a
0: make believe book. This
1: is the thing, (laughs) and and that's what—that's what always frustrated me about the whole concept was because. And there are people in Australia that I would say are privileged to say, Ah, oh, believe what you want. It's fine. Like, yeah, but you haven't been there when it was used against you. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't know what it's like to have someone else's faith being used to push you down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what
1: I mean? So, so yes, it is nice to be able to say, everybody, believe what you want. It's fine. But it's really kind of, it's a privilege to get annoyed at people who are fighting against oppression true religion, saying, oh, let yeah. anyone believe what they want. It's like, yeah, but they're believing that they have the right to kill people if you don't barrack for the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So It's like, yeah, that's a freedom that here in Australia we don't really deal with as, as often, but there are countries that it's very prominent
0: because I think that's the thing I struggle with is when, when people push their religious beliefs and, and I think the worst is like when you don't see it coming so you're having a conversation with someone they're like well you know like you know do you believe in you know like out of nowhere they're just like well you're going to hell I believe in this and then sometimes I think I was like oh, "Man, Oh we were having a great conversation or whatever it is and then you bring this up like yeah. I'd, I'd prefer you to push a pyramid scheme on me so I can then point out you know what I mean like it's, just, it's the last thing where it's the arrogance behind it yeah. that really that really shits me and then also So, you know, it's that same thing. It was like, I don't want to end a relationship with because someone else's religious beliefs. But in this point, I'm just like, no, I don't believe in this. Hey, can we move on? Because there's certain, yeah, there's certain things I- now, like, you know, like I found out, like I got into, you know. Ooh, <laughs> like-
1: I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, would you want to tell what happened? On- no, no, finish your train of thought. Well, my train of thought is like, you know, well, where does the line? When you meet someone who like, you know, like when i mean an anti-vaxxer, for instance, right. like, you know, where it's just like, well, that for me, that that's where it ends. Like I, I
1: can't. We, well, we were at a gig the yeah. there and there was apparently <laughs> a friend who was there With a friend who was a flat earther. Yeah. And I was like, can you please... Please Not, bring them out Like I want to I want to talk to them I really uh, want to We didn't get a chance Unfortunately No, no We didn't get to meet them Because they were they, What is it They did a, psych, they was, there was a There was another person Who was a psychic Yeah medium Or whatever Who can speak to the dead Yeah uh, And their friend <laughs> Who is a flat earther I'm like What the fuck is this table You yeah. know what I mean And so Because um, the psychics Like that For me One
0: of my favourite shows on, And it's still on YouTube Yeah Is the where you can is it Darren Brown Who is uh, it or No, who no It was it? an Australian production Where they They got the uh, top six psychics uh, on a reality show and said and put them to the test yeah and um, uh, it is just pure comedy because they were like had all these tests, and my favorite one by far was like we 've hidden a girl in a shipping container on the docks of Melbourne. you need to find her. the police can 't find her, only a psychic knows exactly where she is, and so they were following them, and so but you know, we can see where it is, and off they go, you know pretending to feel the shipping container is where she is. And there's one guy who's just just knows he's like she's in here. This is it, and I like, open up. She's not here. Literally on the other end of the docks, she's there. And, he's, yeah. and, and then watching the excuses of like, yeah, no, I think it was. I think I was. The energy was bouncing off that shit. Like it's it's bullshit. Like it's genuinely bullshit. Yeah. And then that's what the best thing about this show is. Well, here's an example of you know they want to be on it and they want to test it. And there was and there was one woman who who did quite well. Well and then it makes you second guess it, but then it's like you know like and that's and that's annoying people go, well, yeah, being a psychic is like a religion, no, it isn't you're a snake charmer, you're making shit up, you're taking advantage of people, why like, is it
1: not the same well,
0: yeah, I guess it is the same like it's just you don't have a story, you just say you have an ability. Well, you
1: know, isn't that what the, a, you know? What a god is, or what a like a priest or someone says? Oh, you know, pray and all your sins will—I will take away your sins.
0: So yeah, something. I always feel that they're a messenger for whatever the greater good is. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not saying that they have the ability to oh, do I'm it. I'm
1: playing the, like, look, don't get me wrong. I find the thing that I—I I, I have a different attitude to a psychics versus someone having religious belief because um, with psychics and stuff, what I find. I guess, uncomfortable or something that annoys the shit out of me is that they are taking advantage of someone else's grief Absolutely. and using it for money and financial yep. gain and things like that. Now, heaps of religion, uh, religious do, groups yep. do that as well. So you're saying, hey, you're in pain, come to the church, donate to the church or, or, you know, come to the mosque and donate to the mosque or whatever it is. Like those types of things that I find, you know. How I'm does that work in the Muslim faith? Do they, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because uh, like, the only one I associate is, you know, they pass the hat around and everyone chucks in money or the, the basket. You know what I mean? Like now it's all like, you know, because the other one is occasionally Maya will come in and she'll find me watching Hillsong channel on Foxtel. She's like, what is, why? I was like, I'm just so fascinated, not from the religion, but the fact that this is a multi-billion dollar company based on a lie. Well, but, how do you know it's a lie? Exactly. How do you know it's a lie? But again, in my head, it's a lie, right? So that's. But then I'd don't let. go for it then. Yeah. So, but, let the but then you, I'm fascinated it, from the it. business structure point of view that you can you know commoditize something that you know we don't know whether it's real or not, and then people are willing to chuck in millions.
1: Yeah, like our Patreon. <laughs> 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 and we're on making note, millions. Though, <laughs> on that note, though, I do want to say that it is you know we, we you and I like you sort of said you know i get annoyed at the conviction and the arrogance and stuff like that we've had discussions about diet based stuff that we each kind of like felt really strongly about totally. wanted to convince the other about yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so you know you got to you know let's call our own for bullshit you? like yeah. it's like we can get evangelical about the thing that we're into at that time so you can see how when someone's thinking about something as grand as, you know, what happens after we die, they can start to get their own conviction and wanting to help people. Like, when we've shared stuff with people, when we're trying to, like, pass on the information that we found, like, yeah. that, it, that it comes from a good place. Yeah. But it still comes with a sense of, like, it oh, for you, me. Don't, you don't know. Uh, yeah, it worked for me, so yeah. I really wanted to help you out. Like, that's the thing. It's like a lot of stuff, like, for example people's feeling of there is something out there i would never discredit this credit, no. i would never discredit that because it's like that i'm not denying the authenticity of what you felt yeah. you know what i mean like i'm like yeah you probably felt something so yeah. what what it is i don't know whether it's a god whether it's just an energy whether it's the universe whatever yeah. no, uh, that, Or an that, aura whatever it is that's fine but For me, uh, and if that then makes you, you know, be a better person, be a better parent, be a better sibling or whatever, uh, you know, sure, of course, go for it. But it's when you start going, oh, that person's feeling a different aura (laughs) or different energy and they're wrong. They should be feeling this and then they get angry about it. But I will also say this, in spite of my, uh, you know, lack of, uh, you know, a belief in an afterlife or... Basically believing that this is all random and a cosmic kind of you know um haphazardness <laughs> that's just happening, I do love latching on to uh, assigning meaning to coincidences. I love it Oh yeah, it's yeah one yeah, of yeah. my favorite things to do where I'm like, oh my God, I thought about such and such today, and then ten years later they they send me a message or whatever yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I love assigning meaning to it because I think like it, it makes you feel good, well, yeah, that's what I mean like i it's in spite of believing that. Life is meaningless in that sense, like, or rather, you know, there's no real grander purpose or whatever. You just have to do the best you can while you're here and try and be as kind and you know, and have as much fun as you can without the expense of other people. Um, To see those moments where I'm like, there was, there was a lot happening, especially um, with my like coincidences with regards to my relationship and things like that. I'm like, oh my god, that's so weird that she said that because like. You know, six months ago, this is the exact thing I said and stuff yeah. like that. And like, and, and you're so heightened
0: she, to that as too. Like, oh yeah, yeah.
1: But like, her friend uh is very much into like the you know spirituality and the stars, and he's like totally ascribing all this meaning to it. And I love it, but also at the same time, I'm like, but it's just a coincidence because there's like yeah, yeah. there's like a 99 other things that ha- didn't make sense, but we just. As soon as one does, out of like out of a thousand things that happen in a given day, you only remember the one thing that is. Yeah, yeah, you know, is, yeah, is a coincidence? Totally. Yeah. like, oh, what are the chances? Well, yeah. you know, there was a million things that were thoughts that went through your head. Yeah, you just found the one thought. <laughs> yeah, that, that then adds to the. But but again, I love living in the magic of it. I yeah. love like I lo- I having love those a stories. I love like I'm like, oh my god, what are the chances of you saying that? And oh, you know, this and that. And like, it's just yeah, I love it, and and and, and- I live in it because I'm someone who doesn't. Have yeah. faith. Like yeah. It's almost like I latch on to the magic of the universe or the world yeah. of life right, in the, right now because I don't believe there's magic afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. almost like in a weird way, I think life right now is already pretty magical.
0: Yeah. Like it's already amazing. Absolutely. Why do we need more? And I, and I feel, especially for the last five years of my life, my kids actually think magic's real. So, like, even then just going, like, enjoying their life of thinking, yeah. you know, D- dad can do a magic trick. And they're like, where the hell did he pull that gummy bear from, you know, from, you know he just, had, his hands were empty and now he's got it. Like, I remember just getting obsessed. I was like, oh, you think things are real. You think Santa's real. You think this stuff's real. Like, enjoying the love and the naivety that they have and just being, because there'll be a bit where they'll get out of it and they'll grow up. Because that's what I was thinking as well. Is like, my daughter was just like, oh, daddy, was it, was it sad? Was it sad yesterday? Funeral. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, oh, actually no, because we couldn't go to the funeral. So, but I said, what was? It was actually kind of fun. She said, fun. I was like, yeah, because and I didn't even think about this as, like, last time I interviewed him, it was when you see people from your past you haven't seen, so you connect with them again. Mm. And then one case in point uh, an old friend of mine, Will, and we were just talking, you know, he's moved out to the coast. He's actually feeling b- quite isolated. Uh, like, you know, like a lot of us, you know, works and there's not much work, so he's at home with his four-year-old. And I said, you know what, you know, we haven't hung out for approximately 15 years. Why don't I just come out, I'll take my son and we'll spend the day along the coast. He's like... That would be amazing. I'd, I'd love to do that, talk about dads and and, and just because I don't really have the connection down there because that's where my partner's work is and she's working all the time. And so it was so nice to actually what was, you know, at times a somber moment and, you know, celebrating someone's life who generally I probably wasn't as close to as I am to his mum, but then to walk away and go, great, oh, it's actually maybe this, you know, because for me in the last year, rekindling friendships has been yeah. the big one. But, you know, with him, it's just like, oh, great. Well, let's, let's see how that goes. Like, I'd love to support you. I'd love to go down. And see how you live and you know catch up on, on what was fifteen years.
1: So I imagine how old's Minky now?
0: Uh Minky's turning seven.
1: She's turning seven. So she comes up. Imagine I'm Minky. Yeah. Like, hey Daddy. Yo. Um your friend's dad died. Uh yes. Yeah? Uh was your friend sad? Uh yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well okay. Well, well, Dad, <laughs> what happens when we die?
0: Um oh, well the question is, uh I don't know.
1: What what do you mean you don't know?
0: Well, we don't know. No no one knows what happens when you die.
1: But that's really scary, Dad.
0: It is. It like, is.
1: Like, they're gone, though.
0: Yeah, I know. And that's what Minnie said. She's like, well, she didn't say she
1: was scared. She's like, well. You broke the improv. <laughs> <laughs> you broke the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, though, so did they ask you questions about what happens after death and what are your answers?
0: Um, well, we give examples. So I think last time Mickey asked us what happens, to do is we say that some people believe that you go to heaven. Um, some people say you get re Carnated. And then she goes, what do you believe? And we say, we believe that you actually just go back into the earth. We just say that there is no afterlife, uh, that, you know, your body eventually stops just like when an animal dies or a bird dies, that that's when life stops and that we miss them. But the one thing that we really want to encourage um, especially with my great grandmother, who's at 90, we just say that, you know, we're not sure if we'll see her again because we can't travel to the Netherlands, but we say that if she does pass away, but she always stays with us with the memories. And that was really comforting mm. for her that just like, well, you know, they may be gone physically, but in our minds and in our hearts they know, they're on. always here. And yeah. I think I think that's and I especially for like that gave her some comfort because she's like, yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I remember when we went to Holland, oh it's so nice and she smells so nice and, and I was like, hey, she's not dead yet <laughs> But just like as yeah, an example yeah, yeah. of um and that's why having a pet is actually kind of a really good thing to kill them off. <laughs> to do with kids because we are very close to getting a dog. Um, in the family and Yeah Because so, yeah.
1: uh, it sounds like Everything else is going Ticky boo <laughs> <laughs> Yeah um, So Yeah that's how, that's how we explain it To our The kids. I think the Just the memory the, Yeah Yeah Like uh, What popped to mind Is the movie Pixar, um Korkov by Pixar Is oh, Got Oh, oh my that. god oh, Have a box of tissues Because <laughs> you'll wank a lot Ha <laughs> Uh, no, because there's a lot of tears. Like I, I've seen the movie four times, I think, and I just bawl my eyes out every single time. But the concept being that, yeah, that you know, we live on through our ancestors. Uh, sorry, uh, the, who the our ancestors live on through our memories and how we honor them. Yeah, it's like, and the minute they're forgotten, they cease to exist. So they die twice, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking heavy for a Pixar Gee, movie, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. But yeah, get into it. It's one of my favorites, and um, I also do. There's a thing in Stoicism called memento mori, which is that you meditate on your death, not in a macabre I've sort of way. You talked about it before. But yeah, it's more about realizing the impermanence of what you have and using it to be more grateful and appreciative of what you know you have at the moment because knowing that it's going to cease to exist. One of my biggest mantras is, this too shall pass. I did a whole fucking Amazon special about this yeah. too shall pass. Like I um, I truly believe there is value, in, re- at least for me, in knowing that this that i will die one day and i uh and i just it's i don't have time in abundance you know what yeah. I mean? like it's like time is limited and 2020 was one of those things that made me even more like double down on realizing how impermanent everything is like i thought at the very least oh the comedy festival that's going to be something that i can lock in every year for the rest of my life every yeah. april i'm going to be in melbourne that was taken away like <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like that's that's, that's that, i know that's a silly example but the point is that's how I was even humbled further saying, oh, yeah. I, like I'd, I'd always take, I'd always make sure, like one of the things I talked about in the stand-up special is that when I hugged mom and dad, I always made sure that I remembered what that felt like because yeah. I, given how far away I am from them, even before COVID, that this might be the last time I hugged one of them. Like we don't yeah. know both of them. We don't know, right? We just genuinely don't know all the time. And um, th- it was a thing that I was doing in my show in London uh, and my brother came to the show. I think it was like, you know, I think I did, six shows he came to five of them yeah you know and it was the thing that i was was one of the bits was about how you hug someone and you make sure you take it all in uh him my brother uh, my brother uh shivani his wife and i went to paris we went to disneyland and all, yeah. all that stuff having a great time we were there for disneyland in two nights or two days rather than staying overnight in the in the on in the park was yeah great. I've been, I've been um, that too. not as a homeless person like actually in the hotel yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah the uh that evening, though, Shivani's dad, uh, who was back in Mumbai, got really sick. So the two of them had to fly. And yep. it was like this rushed um, exit. Like everything had to like, you know, like we literally hadn't checked into the hotel room yet because we'd gone straight to the park, left our luggage. So we go into the hotel room. They quickly wash, like freshen up and then like rush out of there to try and catch a train back to mainland Paris. And, and then, then fly to... And go and then back. Yeah, exactly. Um, and... After that, leaked, it happened so quickly. I like, was like, wait, we were just having fun. And then like four hours later, it's like, they're gone. I'm alone in an yeah. Like they just closed the hotel room. You're just and on went, the ride. It's a yeah, small be- Well, no, no, no. <laughs> this is at nighttime now. <laughs> yeah. So we'd had a fun day. Yeah. And and I was like, well, I guess I'll stay because, you know, uh, my, my flight's back to Melbourne anyway yeah. or whatever. And I was like, uh, and I've heard the Disneyland ticket the next day as yeah. well. Right. I'm like, well, I might as well just stick around to park and to make the most of the, the second day or whatever. But they rushed out. And... I remember feeling so lonely and then I just opened the door and started running after them. Right. And my brother, I didn't as I'm running down the corridor, I realize he's running towards me. Yeah. I'm like, What 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 are you running for? He's like, What are you running? I'm like, and he says, Well, I just realized that, you know, after you said in your show about making sure you hug and take Jeez. it over that I didn't take it in. Like yeah. I wanted to come back for that proper hug. And I was like, Oh Yeah, that's true. I was like, I actually came running because you forgot to give me the Disneyland tickets. (laughs) (laughs) You've still got the passes and I need the passes back. (laughs) But I'll take a hug, sure. I'll take a hug.
0: That's fucking funny.
1: That's funny.
0: <laughs> but you're right. You're right. It's like you, so... got, you got to you got to take it in, and you've got to you've got to you know, be part of the moment. Like I, I, I did this morning. Like every morning now, I don't take it for granted. I turn off my phone. Uh-huh. I turn off my phone. I put it in my pocket, and walking Minky to school uh-huh. while holding hands and taking it in. And it takes half an hour to get there. Yeah, it's my favorite part of the day
1: my brother i i can imagine like, like it's and, just like
0: it's just that's cuz that that too shall pass
1: yeah and you can th- my brother pointed this out to me that, and it's you know worth something remembering at that somewhere one day uh, we don't know what date it was but there was one day where it was the last time mom carried me yeah 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 but she didn't know it was the last day she's going to carry me i didn't know this last day my mom's going to carry me but there was definitely one day that yeah. was it'll never happen again cuz uh, you know, she's four foot ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, isn't that a weird thought, knowing that, you know, being carried by a parent is such a big part of childhood. Oh, absolutely. But there's one day that it'll be the last day. Yeah. And you don't know. And you continue on with life. And yeah.
0: so, and the... sometimes you look forward to that day. Like me getting rid of the change table in our house. But
1: that's like, a, 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 sorry to cut you off.
0: Go yeah, ahead. but it's it's a monumental moment. Sure. But at the time, you're like, oh, God, the idea of changing nappies. But when you're, when, when you're changing that last one, at the time, you don't know.
1: Oh, I was going to say, right. Okay, so when you, so you don't know that.
0: You right? don't know that. But, right, right. but for you, it's also you're so excited for the next stage of your child's development yeah. and, and, and with your relationship. But at the time, you
1: don't know it's the last time you change a nappy. Unless they fucking become a piss head. Yeah. <laughs> but I find freedom in this idea, and I have had people who have hated the idea, so specifically – Miguel from the jungle, uh, he and I had this chat and he hated that I pointed it out. Um, but I said, there is some point in the future, maybe, you know, grandchildren, your grandchildren's grandchildren or whatever, who will be the last person who remembers you. And when they die, you are forgotten forever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He, he's like, no, no. What do you mean? It's like I will put a legacy that will last forever. I'm like, no, mate. Like, like sounds like
0: someone from the Muppets. Well, yeah, he is. Um,
1: but, but because you think about the people that have stood the test of what Julius Caesar. Yeah, um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you know, as someone pointed out, no one knows who the, uh, uh, the, the 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 Mayans were. Like, do you remember? Do you know any Mayans? No, no, no. no, no. There, there was a whole civilization. But that no one knows one exist. particular Mayan. No one knows of one particular Mayan. We know as a as a as a civilization that existed. So that idea, don't get me wrong, as an egomaniac, it's scary at first. Because you're like, oh, what? I don't matter? You mean that at some point I am forgotten forever? Like no one will know I even existed? Or just, that, that wouldn't
0: would, bother me at all.
1: No, but I love it because then it still reframes everything that I'm stressing about now. Yeah, like, oh, no, that's what I'm saying. About, like, but I, 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 like, for me, I get so caught up in going, oh, God, fuck, like, you know, uh, I... I I I said this to this person and they took it the wrong way. It was meant to be a joke. Oh no! Like I'm overthinking, overthinking, and overthink, and overthink. Or I'm like, oh, I've got the you know Adelaide shows coming up. I've got to like tighten up the last five minutes and freaking out. I'm like, sure, it's good to have that drive. It's good to have that quality control and wanting to make sure that you don't just piss people off, you know, on a whim and whatever. But but if it leads to just this overdrive of self-hate and self-doubt, what's yeah. the point? Because at the end of the day, none of this matters, dude. None of it. Oh, you will be forgotten forever. Yeah. And it's like for that split second, for a split second, I feel relief like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Who cares? Who yeah. cares? Who cares that that person uh, was, sh- was shitty to me? Who cares that that, uh, that weight stuff, you know, was really rude? Like,
0: yeah. It doesn't matter. And quite often it's people projecting. So like a like, 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 close example, it's like someone just goes – yeah, it must have been a really hard year for you last year, you know, like losing all that work and, and it's really tough and you must be really struggling now. No, I'm not. I'm actually having a great time at the moment. I've had a great school holidays. I'm actually
1: feeling actually really good. It feels like yeah, you're but, to something specific. Who, it, who said this?
0: Yeah, um, it was uh, at the wake. Yeah, at the wake. And it's, like, and it's the same thing it was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah it was tough uh, at the time, but at the moment now things are great. But it hasn't picked up, has it? It not overly – it hasn't – it's, you know, something like it was, you know, in 2019. But, you know, I, I reckon it might pick up Yeah, but it must be really tough. And I was like – but it, it was just that thing I was like, no, actually – at the moment now, things are actually really good. I'm really proud of my daughter. I'm I'm really the, our family unit's actually quite strong. We've just gone through something that's actually really challenging. You know what I mean? Like and so people projecting, thinking, yeah, it's weird, the, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And they the, want to
1: make themselves feel better about whatever they're going through because, well, at least I'm not as fucked up as Ben Yeah, you know I
0: mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, actually, no. No, like. Oh, you know, like, and and that's what I find. And again, I reckon that comes with age. I think that comes with age. The but paper, no, no, just being able to reflect, <laughs> but be able to just genuinely reflect and appreciate what you have at the moment. Totally, man. And I think, I think, mean, mean, I sometimes think religion can help to a degree. Well,
1: you know, I I think about this a lot that. The older I get, well, will I start to get more religious? Because the more I fear, like I know I fear the impermanence of life afterwards, or yeah. sorry, sorry, the the nothingness of life afterwards, and I wonder if I had a death sentence, if I, God forbid, had a disease or whatever, or you know, where, where I might get more spiritual out of like desperation to try and go, well, well can I just like cash in some of this goodwill now, like just yeah. to make sure that. So I don't know. Like again, right now at this point in my life, I don't. Um, I just don't see how there is anything afterwards yeah. um, I, do I wish that I believed in heaven fuck yeah man I'd yeah. love to I'd love to be going hey you know what this really sucks that you know um, um, that my time with mom and dad are limited and they, they will we will yeah. all die but at least hey I get to catch up with them in the after party yeah yeah yeah, 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 but, yeah but I don't think there's an after party I'm, well, just, just... I'm trying to make the most of the party right now like let's just go listen to music we love and eat food we enjoy and just have good laughs with the people we want to laugh with
0: But And it just made me realise that I just realised my my fear of death has completely changed and I realise it falls more into the sort of uh, fear of missing out, FOMA, because the idea of me passing out, it's like, oh, and the thing I'm fearing out is like, I'm actually going to miss out on how awesome the rest of my family life's going to be. I want to be part of that. So it's like, well, instead of worrying
1: about that, just appreciate what you have now. Exactly, exactly. FOMO is one of the things that I think has undone me many times in the past, Same. Uh, especially, say, specifically with drinking. It's like, oh, it's it's 2 a.m., I'm too drunk, but I better stick around because who knows yeah. what might happen. <laughs> I should go home, it but you know what home. might happen. And Because so, all the best parts happen between 2 and 4 o'clock in the morning. Never, <laughs> never. I did get a shot named after me once, the Dilruk uh, yeah. at well, there Screen we go. Bar. And then um, the next morning, Greg Fleet posted a photo where he broke his tooth because he had too many Dilruks. <laughs> um, but I, um, yeah, I I don't get me wrong like I sound co- confident when I'm explaining these concepts but it's something I really struggle with the yeah. idea of of impermanence the idea of death the idea of the nothingness and all of that but I try at the very least if I can grasp quick moments of relief from and using it going, oh, that's right, you know, like, Ben, you will die one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? And I would be make sure that, okay, well, let's make the most of it while we're here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, and like the first instinct is, uh, you know, sadness. Like it just hits me like a yeah. fucking ton of bricks. But I'm like, okay, okay. So knowing that, let's just try and make the most, like, you yeah. know, have a good time while we're here. That's, yeah. that's all I can try and hope for. Well, um, ladies and
0: gentlemen, uh, you probably listened to this going. Well, I didn't expect this episode to go this way, but if you are
1: listening to this and you're contemplating death or you're struggling with something, appreciate what you have right now. Easier said than done, of course. Don't get me wrong; I'm sure a lot of people are struggling with uh, various versions of. Uh, but if you, of you can find makers. that just that little moment, yeah, and and, and also, uh, you know, if you have coping strategies for that stuff, let us know. Because, yeah, like you know, um, again, like a some. Have you started
0: your own religion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't co- put a past one of our listeners. Are Actually we, it's funny you say that. <laughs> yeah, we do have a few, few um the cult of leaders. Not culprits, <laughs> I wonder whether we
1: can start our own Fitbit uh, uh, religion. Yeah, yeah.
0: What would the church be?
1: <laughs> well KFC. <laughs>
0: fried and toasty. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks uh, so much. Uh, again, uh, we're on Patreon. Uh, we've got a couple of new episodes coming out. Again, $5 a month. Uh, you can, again, get all the episodes uh, if you join now. Uh, but we really appreciate your support. It makes us want to keep doing the pod. And again, thank you to all the people who commented on uh, Evan Jones. Evan Jones, Jesus. Evan Hawking's uh, episode. Uh, we love hearing about um, uh, all your jobs. Uh, shout out to one listener who told us that uh, he was one of the uh, people who uh, went into schools uh, who were part of doing Dolomites. Um, but, yeah, that's a long conversation, very funny. So if you want to uh, check those episodes out, $5 a month on Patreon slash FitBetPodDeal.
1: Uh, some plugs in the interest of things being impermanent uh, let's just uh, assume yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if the schedule stays as is uh, you know go reaffirm some life into yeah. you by coming to see some comedy shows if yeah. you uh, listen to this on Friday the 12th when this comes out uh, tonight and tomorrow I'm at Factory Espresso in uh, Orange New South Wales the 17th of Feb I'll be at Geelong with Dave Thornton uh, doing the detour then he and I will be in Adelaide Fringe from the 19th to the 28th of February doing our show the detour again uh at the Garden of Unautely Delights, uh, might be in Perth from the week of uh, the 1st to the the 7th uh, might be a personal trip I don't know if it's going to be comedy related <laughs> but at the moment uh, yeah it might be just a holiday but yeah uh, uh, and then the Melbourne Comedy Festival, I'm going to be there from the 25th to the 18th of April, 25th of March to 18th of April at new time slot, 7.30 p.m. I think yeah. the last few times I was saying 6.30 and it's uh, I got bumped up to 7.30 right. at the Victoria Hotel Banquet. Uh, hold, uh, and yeah, I love you. Yeah, Um, yeah. uh, Again, I am
0: doing one show, uh, one show with the amazing Josh Earl called Apparently. uh, Again, it's nine thirty at the Imperial Hotel. Uh, Again, we're a small venue, so tickets are selling. So if you want to come, please grab one. We're only doing uh, two weeks, and Josh and I have got something uh, pretty special. Uh, It's uh, both uh, both of us doing stand up, and then something uh, at the end. So uh, yeah, grab tickets, uh, head to the Comedy Festival website. Uh, But thank you again. Look after yourselves and.